If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. This is Cut To It with Steve Smith Sr., a production of The Black Effect and iHeartRadio. I'm Steve Smith Sr. And I'm Gerard Littlejohn. And this is Cut To It. Cut to it, cut to it, let's get down to it, cut to it. We ask the questions you always want to know, but no one ever asks. Let's cut to it. If you ain't heard about it, then we're about to let you know. It's on. Uh, I was with it, with some guys I was meeting, and we were just kind of discussing uh, business and um, business, football, and kind of like where we are today, and then, you know, f- foundation and all that stuff. And so I, I had a guy remind me of a story that he heard about me. He said it was extremely intriguing. It was a two-minute drill. He said he heard me speak at an event, and he said that, the way I articulated the two-minute drill and applied that to my life, um, he was really, th- he was thrown back by it. Hmm. I really excelled at the two-minute drill. Two-minute drill is one of those things in the, in the game. So much control chaos, but in, 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 in it's, it's like, you know, being on a, on a boat and it's, it's rain, wind, it's all these things. It's, you have to score. You're trying to achieve something that's unachievable. The defense is coming at you. They're, they're coming in and trying to get a sack. Then you got guys. And you, all you're doing is literally very little verbal conversations. It's all hand signals and unspoken words. It's looks. It's winks and just 
body language, it's all that stuff. And, you know, I got to read the corner and all that stuff. And so I used to really love the two-minute drill because two-minute drill really was a place where I really excelled the best because it was exactly what I was raising in L.A., controlled chaos. Mm. Or... Some people say non-control. I don't say it may not have been control. Uh, yeah, control. Because and and I've I've heard you. <clears throat> I've been blessed enough to been around you a lot, and and I've heard you use that analogy a lot. And it's that it's that you know kind of bouncing between the two minute drill is a place where there is chaos. Like you said, there's there's all these different things, all this information that's being um, that's going back and forth, and you're saying you thrive in that. Mm-hmm. Where a lot of people would say. Whew, I don't know if I can handle this. It's a it's a high pressure situation. Now I'm thriving based on how you were raised. Well, and it's chaos, but like the, the cliche term is it's organized chaos. Mm-hmm. Like if you don't practice it, we knew we were going into it, this. If you don't prepare yourself for different situations in that two minute drill, it is going to be chaos. Mm-hmm. But like that's life in general. So if you can prepare yourself for something like that, and where Steve's going is what life's all about. Mm-hmm. It's it's you got to move on a, on a dime. You got to be prepared, but you got your work and effort in the gym in the morning, mm-hmm. or in your books in your office, or yeah. in your building and your contractors. You got to be prepared. So when those situations happen, it looks like chaos to all of us. Right. But it, in your mind, man, this is what we work for yeah. every single day to be that way. But see, I, I, the thing is, not everybody handles the two minute drill. You see, sometimes there's no. a lot of mistakes, guys. You get Some the people fatig- fold under pressure, or you get the fatigue. And it makes you lazy and it makes you, well, I, I, I'm so tired I can't go back a step. So then you get offsides penalty two yep. or three times in a row, like the Steelers in Chicago game where yeah. the fatigue sets in. But that that two-minute, I love it. Be, I used to love it because I would sit there and everything's going on and Jake or whoever it was, mainly Jake, would give me – because when Cam was there, it was a different offense mm-hmm. – and we were have we would speak, but with Jake, we would just had numbers. Mm-hmm. One, Hunt Street Circle, two, ten delay, three, which is three D, and four was Reno. Now Reno actually was the play, if you go back when I hurt my leg, that was an under route in which a former teammate at uh, uh, Hannibal Navy's uh, uh horse collar. Um and then that was also when uh uh, uh Roy Williams horse collared uh um, T.O. as well that year. That's oh. when they, they banned the horse collar. So that was under Reno. Yeah. So we go out there and everything's going on. And man, Jake is giving me hand signals. And I'm just sitting in my little side. If I'm on the right or the left side, man, I'm. And while everybody's going, you got to, whoever gets the ball has to throw the ball to ref. Then you got to go line up. And then are you on the ball? Are you off the ball? And I'm sitting over there. Just give me my number. Mm. He gives me a one, Hunt Street Circle. That's a hitch, an under, a streak. And a uh, 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 stop and, an, uh, and a circle by the running back. Mm-hmm. And, man, I'm sitting there, and I look at the safety. I look at the linebacker, see what the defense is, and then we run another play, 10 delay. Uh, then I got a double in or I got the – so all of that stuff. And yet, through all of that, I'm sitting calm, collective, just giving me my assignment so I can go to work. And when I, as I got older, that two-minute drill became – as it became more and more chaotic because I learned more and more what it was and it was mm. a valuable time and critical point. And I understood the gravity of if we don't execute in this two-minute drill, we have the opportunity to lose the game. But when I was younger, I never thought about losing the game because I knew how to operate in this. Because mm. I was 
I was kind of naive, as my old coach, uh, Richard Williams, say, blind dog in the meat house. <laughs> you, don't know, you, don't, you don't know what you don't know. You just, you just smell it, yeah. and you follow your sense. And when you're young, you follow your sense, you, and you, uh, you are aimlessly just going about your business. But when you become older, I became older, and I started to realize I actually don't like the two-minute drill. Hmm. Because the two-minute <clears throat> drill became a place of that chaos where I wanted to relax. I wanted to allow my craft to do its work and not just just run around with my head cut off. And so, man, I always liked, and I, I really think, and a lot of athletes say it, man, how you handle sports is how you're going to handle life. Hmm. And life and sports really, to some degree, depend on which way and which, which side of the verdict or the result you're on really indicates how you handle it. I find it interesting, though, that as you got older, you became more uncomfortable, even though your knowledge of the game increased so much. Because the knowledge of the game made me think so much more that I was not willing to just give me a number and I run it because sometimes <clears throat> that fool didn't pick the right number sometimes. Gotcha. Or the defense would trick us. So you lost some of that blind dog in the in the in the meat store a little bit. Mm -hmm. As the more that you gained the information, you lost a little bit. I don't want to say instinct may not be the right word. No, it's, it, it it was more of you became more calculated. Gotcha. That makes sense. And and I think the calculation of it Right, and so, and how do I how do I do that? Is I looked at the I looked at the football field and playing football as like the PCH Highway. If you ever been in California, PCH Highway goes from like Santa Monica all the way up to the Golden State Bridge out in San Francisco. You can you could go through Santa Santa Cruz up to Berkeley up to San Francisco. It's awesome. The PCH Highway is a beautiful strip of land. Over eight, nine hours, they, you can see some of the best redwoods and see some of the most gorgeous sunsets and some of the best beaches. You can see Santa Monica. You can see Venice. You can see Malibu, P Pacific Palisades. You see all these remarkable homes. But there were so many times that I was on PCH Highway, meaning the NFL, and not one time did I stop put my sunroof down, pull over, and take a selfie with the wife mm. in the sunset. I never really I, I never really enjoyed the view. I was too busy focused on the outcome. Mm. I really said, let your side effect be your confidence, but also have that positive self-talk. And also enjoy and be grateful for whatever you are dealing with, that there is a PCH highway in your path. Stop, smell the roses, take in the sunset, hold your man or your wife's hand, and enjoy it. Because I'm telling you, you're going to look up one day, you're going to realize 16 years later, damn, I never took that selfie. Hmm. Who we got? Coming up on the Cut To It podcast, we've got Austin Eckler the starting running back for the Los Angeles Chargers. He's one of the NFL's leaders in rushing yardage and rushing touchdowns, but he's also a fantasy football guru and a mainstay on Twitch. Austin Eckler on the Cut To It podcast.
Yeah, thanks for having me on, man. Looking forward to it. Yeah, we're excited. We're excited. Our first segment is called Get Iced Up. All right. Ooh. What's a pet peeve that gets under your skin? Pet peeve that gets under my skin. Yeah. Um, I have a few. We'll start with the locker room when people Ooh. have dirty you got, locker you got rooms right next to mine. Right, I got a cataract. So locker room, if you have a dirty locker, every every year, beginning of the year, I establish whoever's around me, usually some running backs. All right, here's the common area. This is the area. I don't care what you do in your area, but the common area needs to stay clean. Um, another one at home, dishes in the sink. Can't do it. Ooh. Can't do it. Come on. Why that's one that's, that's one passed on from from, from mama's. Why why can't you pass on? They're gonna be there tomorrow. Ah, oh, no, man. I just I need this, I need the kitchen to look clean every time we go to bed. So when I come down in the morning, it's like, yeah, that looks beautiful. So let me ask you this. Kind do you thing. cook? Yes. You can you cook cook? Uh, I mean, I'm not like gourmet or anything. I don't but say I gourmet, cook. but like what's what what is a dish that you've cooked that that was certified? Like, cause if you say I can make a grilled cheese, that ain't a cook. <laughs> So if you ain't a cook, you can't be complaining. Eating, you can't. If you can't cook, you can't complain about dishes. Look, look, I can get by. Cook some fish. I can use the grill. Like, well, you you put fish on the grill. Yeah, you can't put fish on the grill. Yeah. Uh oh. You put it. it. You get some butter. You get some parsley. You get a little garlic salt. Oh yeah, put it on there. Yeah. (laughs) Smitty got a theory on that. Yeah. (laughs) Oh no, that's a pet peeve. Yeah, I think this, this. I think that's one of your pet peeves. <laughs> Fish on the grill. Bro, seriously. What about on a smoker? Like smoke, oh. like smoked salmon. I mean, that's what a restaurant does. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So that's. But I'm just saying that's okay. But, I don't. I don't put fish on the grill. I'm not. But I'm just saying if you just like if you put it on like a wood plank and you smoke it over like low, yeah. would you do that? On my grill? No, I'm not asking. I'm saying, saying we need it. <laughs> a smoker and a grill. Like uh, I'm talking about a, a, a grill. grill. Yeah. On my grill. I ain't talking much. I'm just saying. Period. At your house, maybe. Okay. All right. And you know, if I'm coming over to your house, you probably wouldn't even do it because you know I may say something. Like, on my grill, I'm cooking whatever what I want. I know you would, <laughs> but do you smoke uh, salmon? Salmon on absolutely on your grill. It's, it's delicious. Okay. I ain't putting mm. no fish on my damn grill. <laughs> Disrespectful. Uh, that uh, yeah, that's, that's I, you might as well piece. come to my house and try to uh, bring your own meat. Try to put it on my grill. Pause. <laughs> Are you one of those guys? You one of those guys? Huh? I can't say I've done that. No. Good. I had a dude one time come to my house. Yeah. He said, "Hey, hey, man, do you mind?" I looked at him. His name was Willie. I said, "Hell no, you can't cook on my grill, bro." Yeah. He goes, "Really?" I said, "Nah, not yeah, this you house." You just don't waltz into someone's house and and start operating there. That, yeah, you might as well be an intruder. You right. You know how we handle intruders. Look at Austin is totally, he's totally done <laughs> he's with like, yeah, this podcast right now. You he's must like, them too. <laughs> We're good, bro. Let's go. <laughs> like, All right. Your favorite, favorite memory it. as a kid? Gosh, that's a hard one. Yeah. What There's nothing that really stands out. I guess I really, they haven't thought about it. Yeah. Okay. We can skip that one. Can we skip okay, that? Okay. Like yeah, family yeah, few pass. <laughs> okay. All right. The last song you listen to before you go out. And play on the playing the game. I actually have been on a no music vibe hmm. this last couple couple weeks, but oh, it, when it that would explain what happened then, huh? <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> what are you talking about? Bro, I, I had to. <laughs> you know, I'm an old raven now. I had to. I've, I've actually been using this like visual this visualization yeah, technique. It ain't working, bro. You need to go back to the music, dog. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't working. <laughs> what? I've been using it all season. Yeah. 
It's oh, only week dude. six. Not just, not just this last game. This last game, we got our ass kicked. Yeah, yeah. Buzz off. Buzz off. That's what it was, Ravens man. Raven hey, flock. Seeing, yeah, the Ravens, yeah, they brought it, man. Yeah. I know. I know. You, I know, you, you know. Get that. He was there. Hey, you didn't visualize oh, yeah. that ass no, whooping you know. up. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. All right. You want to know, know one of mine? Yeah, what you got? Adele. Bro. Adele, really? Yes. Adele before the game is savage mode. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. He wants to say something, but he's not sure. You share your thoughts. No, uh, bro, I got an open mind, man. I'm not very judgmental, man. Like, oh, man, I am. You rock, I'm a you judge. Rock you wanna, I'm a damn you rock judge. You want to. Yeah, a damn. Tell me, that, that reminds me of MJ The Last Dance, where MJ pregame is listening to Kenny Lattimore. Yeah, and, and, That's some savage stuff, yeah. bro. I like Adele, bro. She heard new song? Fire. <laughs> I'm about to listen to it. Yeah. Right I, you know board. what it got me a little bit, though? What's, I, what's I, the song called? Uh, I think it's called. Uh, what is it? What is it? Yeah, oh, Easy On. I hope we got rights to this. <laughs> I mean, we no, ain't playing gotta, it. You don't got to play it. Yeah, no, we're not playing it. No, right we now. can't afford that. We yeah. still on the budget. Shout, shout out to iHeart. Heart. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna look into it. No, nah, um, see if you're rocking. Yeah, I, I like Adele though, bro. Easy On is pretty good. So my go-to though, what's that? Rolling in the deep. Yeah. Can't go wrong with that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Can't go wrong. Ro- with I roll in the deep and then go go peel back on the linebacker. That was before they hit the rules. <laughs> that was before they I hit the rules. I go, <laughs> Boom! <laughs> deep. Yeah. <laughs> right night night. All right, all right. Here's the last one. This is the be- this is actually a really good one, and I think you can really appreciate it. And this is you, you're gonna steal it, and that's co- that's cool. Just make sure you uh, make sure I get the credit. All right. If you were if you were president. And you had three people to assist you. Who would you pick and why? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so we're not even focusing on the president part. Just the three people that would help you. And why would you pick those three people? Uh, my mother. Why? Absolutely. Uh, she's been my caretaker. She's a single mom. Raising me and my little bro, who would be my other pick. Okay. Because that's family. That's my closest family. That's so, really so the family if, that I got. So if that's your closest family, is he the cleanup guy? Because <laughs> we all got a family member yeah. that we roll with. Yeah. They don't really know how to do anything, okay. but they can here's clean the, up they some can, messes. That's, here's the thing, man. He's going to learn. My little brother, he's a grinder, just like I am. He's the cleaner. He's going to learn, right? He's the cleaner. He's, he's, he, regardless, man, everyone's got their role, man. Regard, everyone's got their role, bro. Yep. All right, so mom, uh, brother. And then Cameron Weiss, uh, he's become one of my best friends over over the uh, the years. He's also my attorney, um, yeah, my business partner, one of my best friends yeah. that I've been working with for a long a long time. Oh. So yeah, he got, so he got, got his whole got little two, house of cards. You got two up. cleaners, then, huh? Yeah, <laughs> you got the lawyer and the cleaner. You got the yeah. physical cleaner and then the cleaner. Said it didn't happen. Right, the mastermind behind it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> All right, cool. All right, so how you doing today? I'm doing great, man. Yeah. Doing great. It's Tuesday, which is usually my community day where I'm really trying to uh, connect and just wow. get out there and talk to people. Wow. Mm. You got a whole day designated to community. Well, well, we, we, All that's day. a priority then. Man, we feel honored then that you, you're going to spend that community that community. No, time I, no I honestly feel honored. Like, I, I love when people have podcasts, when people want to bring me on because I'm like, yes. Like, I think this is something that guys in the league, just people, people in general that have a platform to do more often because I don't think people understand the actual importance of media and community and connecting, yeah. especially for after your sport is over. Like that's when it really plays a part. So you can actually go out and do something that you want to do. This, this, um, 
it's yeah. not often that a lot of people think about that at this point in their career. Why is that so front of front of mind for you? Millennials. Millennials. <laughs> <laughs> <That's serious. laughs> no, it's because I never thought I was gonna be in the NFL. Hmm. Do elaborate. Never, I I never sat out. I was never like, oh, I'm gonna go to the NFL when I'm playing in college. I went to a division two school. Uh, I focused everything I could on my involvements, which was football and my education. And I thought I was going to go into the business world. I thought I was going to get into real estate. And then football gave me an opportunity. And I put everything in my power to go and take advantage of that opportunity to try to make it work. Ended up working out. And so that mindset stayed with me. I always knew football was going to be a starting point for me, but not the end point. Right. And so now I'm in football. I have this platform. I'm going to use it as a tool to better myself as a person and also connect um, and get a head start on kind of, you know, the things that I perceive me, I kind of like. I guess let me back up my passions, right? It's mm-hmm. pushing me towards my passions and helping me connect with people in that space. And my passion is connecting with people mm-hmm. and helping people. That's why I have my foundation. That's why I started like some of my companies that I have is to help people better themselves by giving them resources so they can learn more about themselves and so they can become a better version of themselves. And I really find fulfillment in that. So that's why I'm using this platform to get back to that. Um, and so that's why, you know, I think my mindset is based on that is because it was never about football for me. And now I'm using football. Absolutely. But it's still more about people. How do you keep focus on the sport of playing football and performing and not making it, you know, you hear people, you hear, I say millennials, you hear a lot of young guys now in the league talking about their brand and, Mm. you know, you know, being a part of PA, I was a, Player rep, so hearing about the PAs, you know, hearing about all these young guys talking about, man, I gotta make sure my brand is on point. But if your brand, if you can't, if you, you could be a brand corner, but if you can't fucking stop nobody, <laughs> <laughs> that brand gonna tarnish real quick. <laughs> so here's the thing, man. Football is, is giving me all these opportunities that I've had to this day, and so. But you my gotta mindset, keep playing though, and make your plays to maintain. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. You have to be relevant. Yeah. You know, it, and they, the more relevant you are, the easier it's going to be to get connections, stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, you can still get connections just having this being part of the shield, but they don't run as deep. Yeah. Uh, but here's the thing. My mindset has been football because this is what's got me here to yeah. this point. And See, so I that's like why that. that's how I don't get distracted. See, I like that's why that. Tuesday is a big day for me. See, I, li- I like that because there are times where guys consume themselves with their brand. And then they start to believe that their brand mm-hmm. is so big. And then you look at their stats and they don't align. <laughs> yeah. You're all star in the community, but you're a bench warmer on the field. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm dead serious. No, I, that's a real thing. You it's see, a real thing. Yeah, you see, you, I think you see it a lot where people skew more towards the brand and forget why they're there in the first place. I tell you, talking to Austin right now, being a Los Angeles Charger, mm-hmm. not talking about his team, but there's some dudes on his team right now are average, but because they're in a big market, they think they're a lot better than what they are. It's Look probably. at him. That boy had a snicker. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. I, I, I'm yeah, sure it's yeah. easier to get connected when you're in when you're in one of those large like markets, I, I, New York, yeah, or LA, yeah, sure. or Miami. Yeah, you be talking to guys, and I'm like, I'm sitting there going, he he he's on special teams, <laughs> and it's nothing wrong with being on special teams. But then when I'm talk, like I've had conversations <laughs> with dudes where I felt like. I gotta go, man. I gotta Google myself because I I just had this interaction was off. Hey, a phrase I like to say is you gotta keep the main thing, the main thing. <laughs> That's yeah, true keep, though. That's keep true. The main thing, the main thing, right? And then you know, then you can do stuff on the side. But yeah, absolutely, you gotta make a presence. Um, just obviously build a brand that's yeah. you know substantial. But uh, no, I feel you, man. It's 
<laughs> you got to stay on track. Bro, it's you been, establish he's, yourself. He's giggling because he knows there's some guys it's, on his team right now. That That's on every team. Bro, no, yeah. it's on bigger bigger city teams, though. Because you, you ain't, I don't, I don't run up against a dude. I ain't never ran up against a dude in Cincinnati thinking he, he's just he, parlaying. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm an average cat, yeah. but you know, what up, little homie? <laughs> like, excuse me? All right, so I was, uh, where was I? I forgot which team. I was somewhere, and the dude was like, yeah, yeah. man, you know, I check you out here and there. Yeah. I looked at him, I said, excuse me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You check me out. Like he was, like he was, like like telling me like he did me, he was doing me a favor, and I was just like, uh, man, it's, he in a big market. <laughs> that big market got him confused with himself. Look, you got to use it though. That's what I'm saying, man. Yeah. You got you got to use the market if you have it. Use it. Like you can't you can't be on people's heads because they're not you know the guy on their team, but they're trying to you know connect. Like, no, I mean, I'm just, I'm just like great example is current right now. DK Metcalf is wiping his booty with Shannon Sharp stats. Excuse me? What? That's what he said. He said he wiped his. He said, I, you washed up. Want to be. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. So I missed, wow. I So if you go to one. cut to it, um, my social media, mm-hmm. I went and looked up eight-time pro bowler, mm-hmm. Hall of Famer Shannon Sharp, and then I looked up um, DJ's stats. And I know they're skewed because of, of time, but I just had to look them up because I was trying to figure out which number is DK wiping his butt with. Is it the 10,000, thou wow, 10,000 yards, the 62 touchdowns, or the Hall of Fame, or the eight Pro Bowls? Mm. Trying to figure out which which one is he mm. using it. See, hey, man, here's my thing. Yeah. Like I told you, I keep an open mind. So I, yeah. I'm not, I'm never, I'm never being like, right, I'm better than you. I'm better than like that's when you can get in trouble. That's there are some trouble. guys I'm better than though. I I know that for No, a absolutely. Fact. Absolutely. Yeah. Like there's but, a few guys I know I'm better than. Today, right now. At 42. At right 42, right now. Right now. I'm I don't want you to implant nobody. We just I'm just I'm <laughs> nah, just keeping there, the conversation going. Oh, there are some <laughs> there's some DBs who will try to come press me. Uh-huh. No chance. No chance. No chance. I love now, it. I may not be able to go get that go ball like I used to at 42. <laughs> But I will punish this DB trying to press me though. <laughs> you ain't even worried about that ball. I ain't worried about this ball. You go catch these. You go catch. You go get. I'm not worried a, about that route. I'm not worried you didn't about even say anything about, about the route. You about to get. You about to get four wings. <laughs> tot, tot, tot. <laughs>I love cut to it and I I love it even more when you download us and subscribe. And you can follow us on social media too, Smitty. Where where at? That's at cut to it on Instagram. What about Twitter? At cut to it. Facebook? Cut to it featuring Steve Smith Sr. What about online? And you can follow us at cut to it podcast.com where you can buy merch and you can subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. I got all my answers questions. Um, I got all my questions answered. That's what I'm here for, brother. Cuttoitpodcast.com. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots, being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. 
How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative. The 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale 1 million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field. From free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, last one, last one. For this time that we've had you schedule on the podcast, it's been killing me and I got to get it in my notes. It's in red. You got to explain this cooked eggs and raw eggs nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I- for whatever reason, I don't know, like having raw or not having cooked eggs, whether they're scrambled yeah. hard, whatever it is, it just, it just makes me like want to throw up. Like, oh, okay. Just, okay. It's a texture thing. I don't know if it's a texture or if I just had a rotten one one time, but it's for me, it's ruined. It's ruined. So, so you eat, not, so to make up for that, you eat raw eggs. So no, no, I don't eat. I'm not like Rocky, like cracking it in my mouth type stuff. No, it's, I put it in like a smoothie. Yeah, I'll crack up. Oh, okay. raw eggs. For the smoothie. protein. Yeah. 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 Okay. But uh, I've had people try my smoothie. They're like, bro, that is absolutely terrible. Okay. <laughs> it gives me my nutrients. So it's, it is what it is. <laughs> it's acquired taste. Would not recommend. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look, the thing is, I'm not going to throw up. So I that, still that's want to all yeah, Right. So Works for I'm you. Good. I'm good. <laughs> all right. Um, hey, so where are you from in a place you call your hometown? Eaton, Colorado, mm. tiny town. Where's yeah. that at uh, uh, in, in in regards to Aspen? <laughs> Aspen is in the mountains, so I'm like north northeast corner of Colorado. How far is that from downtown Denver? Then from Denver, probably hour and a half drive. Oh, okay. So I, yeah, I yeah. sure I can hit you. Uh, you you'll hit that your hometown before you hit Aspen there from from downtown. Huh? Uh, it depends on where you're coming from. Yeah. Dem- it's Denver. Aspen's west of Denver. Yeah. I'm east of Denver. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 
Cool. Northeast. So mm-hmm. yeah, small town, man. Like I said, like, like you said, out in the farmlands, man, like cornfields all around one stoplight town, Ooh. tiny little, tiny little town, but good is people. it a stoplight or a stop sign? <clears throat> Stoplight. Okay. <laughs> we got one. We had one stoplight when I was there. It's grown since. Was it a, like just? Uh, was it a like yellow, red, yellow, r- yellow, red, green, or was it just red? So, yeah. No. It had, we had all three colors. It's okay. like one of those towns you go through on the highway and you just like stop. So like, he can turn, yield, yeah. and go. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if you get too many city folk in there and it's just one, nobody knows where to go. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Am I? Is it to the right or to the left? What's the sign thing? I got to yield to the right. All right, so so growing up, you know, yeah. h- how did it make you look at at the world um, through the lens Sheesh, that you man. see today? I, I became became a product of my environment. Mm. And when you're when you're working when you're working on the ranch, you're a ranch hand. You're building the fence. You're playing sports. Like it's just engraved in you. Like you just grind. Like it doesn't matter. You can be good. You can be bad. Like, there's no excuses. Like you just grind. Uh, whether it's to get the job done. Like I remember, you know, my mom's ex husband. Uh, he get these these jobs like he's a fence builder, and these are not just like your picket fence. This I, is like I hear 20, child labor law. Uh, this, this is like twenty. That ain't exists, like tw- brother. <laughs> twenty miles of barbed wire fence, like over the summer. Like we're talking mega projects. So we're out here like grinding, grinding. Yeah. No excuses, or uh, you know you're not gonna like the the consequences, mm. kind of thing. And so. I, I was in a situation where I like, I got to get out of here. I got to get out of this. Wow. And I knew I need to get out. And so it great engraved this work ethic in me that I didn't complain because I knew I couldn't, but I just, I just grinded. I just worked and finally got into this situation where I get out of there, out of college and got in college. And now I can kind of choose my fate and what I wanted to get into. Mm-hmm. And I, that mindset stayed with me and that mindset stayed with me. It was like, look, act like, look, this is what your life depends on right here. You having success, whether it's in your, your education or your football career. And that stayed with me and it mm. stayed with me now. And now football is obviously my opportunity and it stays with me now. That's why I never forget. That's why I always connect with community because it, mm. it took so many people and so many connections and so mm. many people continue to be around me and help me out in my mindset to get me to this point that now I'm trying to help other people do that. So that's what Eaton Colorado, like it formed me. It wasn't always the best, uh, you know, just situation, but it definitely helped me as far as get to me get my mindset right for you know this opportunity so i talked about that my my wife wants my wife is like she's so all about self-efficiency mm-hmm. right and she wants a farm so bad bro like we're driving around we drove to marshall north carolina which is i live in charlotte right i live outside of charlotte like 30 miles outside of charlotte i was closer in marshall north carolina to tennessee than i was to charlotte mm-hmm. it's three hours each way it was 16 acres they had a gold. It was just, she loves it. I'm a city boy, man. Ain't nothing about me. <laughs> Speak to farm. Like, start to farming and man, look, ranch far- hands. They like said, farm the table ain't in my day. Uh-uh. Right. <clears throat> yeah, man. I, I was 20 miles away from my school. So every Dang. day, drive 20 miles into school. Like you that's, didn't have to walk? I was in- you didn't dredge through snow? Yeah, walk up here both ways. (laughs) (laughs) No, but literally, yeah. Like I lived on like a plot of land. It was 80 acres, which sounds like a lot, but in that area, that's just normal. Just because it's nothing but that's nothing but dirt. That's a lot of land, but like I think my mom ended up selling that place for like like 300k. So like this is just straight dirt. Like you can buy land in this area. It's just nothing but land. There's no development. There's nothing there. 
Um, so it's, so it's, yeah. So it's the place where when you escape prison, that's where you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, get out there at the ranch. Get out there at the plains of Colorado. No one's gonna find you. <laughs> so, so what's so? Tell me, what is the good and the bad for me? If if talk talk me into it out of it, like what what would be the advantage and disadvantages of, of it? Because you experienced it as a kid, yeah. and you know. What it what it's done for you as an adult, yeah. yeah. Right? So your your it's your, cool the way you've connected those yes. dots, man. Like your ten thousand your ten thousand foot view of it of being a kid, being raised on it, mm. and now being mm-hmm. adult and seeing how that work ethic actually helped you become who the great player you are, the, the fantastic player you are right now, and give you that mindset. So you know, sell me on why I should or. Sh- should not do it. <laughs> well, here's the thing. It, it wasn't my choice to be out there. I, that's right? why I'm asking it, you. That, it wasn't that, my exactly. choice to be out there. If I if I had to do it again, I wouldn't I wouldn't be out there. Do I tell. There. I have a pen. Go ahead. You see, he in a nice leather there. chair right now. So it ain't exactly he he patched in from from the farm right now. <laughs> look, look. I even grew up in that life, man. I rode bulls for a few years. Like. Like wow, ranch, there's two like, of us now. <laughs> there's two black men that roll bulls on this podcast. <laughs> and G ain't one of them. <laughs> Mine was that. mechanical, but anyway. Oh, but, oh, okay. No, I'm talking yeah. live animals. Nah, Steve yeah. was over here. He was in the Genuine Pony video. I don't know if you saw that. In which video? <laughs> Never mind. I forgot age difference. <laughs> no, so I was in a Thursday night. Where was that? Oh, we was in Philly, and they had a mechanical bull. And I'm yeah. like, I want to ride the bull. And they're like, really? I'm like, yes. And they're like, you in a suit? I said, that's e- that's even better. That just shows oh, you my yeah. athleticism. <laughs> and so I re- I, re- I read a me- I rode a mechanical bull in a suit. Nice. I saw I saw that video. I'm like, whoa, what in the hell? <laughs> and they were like, and but the dude that was doing it, I, I had to give him a look. Like the first, I gave him a side eye. Then I just gave him a stare. Like, hey, bro, don't. Your job ain't to make me fall off, dog. Mm-hmm. This is just a little experiment to say I did it. He over there like, yeah, I'm gonna make Steve. Let's go test this man. Yeah, and so I, I actually <laughs> fell off because I I sensed it was starting to speed up. I'm like, come on, bro. <laughs> like this suit right now really ain't trying to get split right he, now. He took it from JB to Varsity real quick. He took it. No, nah, he he took D one. <laughs> oh, he even skipped it. He skipped one. Uh-huh. I know. I realized it was time to get off. Pause because my calf was starting to cramp up. Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> no, I'm dead serious because they say you know. Well, you know, you got to squeeze. You yes, gotta squeeze through the leg. Yeah, I was yeah, over yeah. there like my right legs. My right leg said, "Boy, you better slow down. We gonna give out." <laughs> I'm gonna just advance pause the whole segment, <laughs> so we just gonna give a blanket one. All right, so tell me, so like, what, so what was your? What, yeah, sell, him, your, sell him on the sell yeah, him on well, the I farm mean, or squash his dreams. Don't, First off, you're not gonna need that suit out there. You ain't gonna need that because you're not gonna be having any types of events like that unless you actually drive somewhere, which you're gonna have to drive because you're out in the country. Mm. Um, about the only thing that I enjoyed about it was actually having space. Like you actually see like space, like mm. as far as like just wilderness. Like you're not concrete jungle. Um, other than that, I was uh, not a fan. <laughs> I was just <laughs> locked in my room playing video games, hanging out with a little bro. Um, not really trying to interact. Did you I, have I mean, any I was animals? A, yeah, we had horses. We had some cows. We had chickens. 
Uh, we had a goat that was so mean. We had this goat, man. Let me tell you, if you you stepped outside, he would come from our horse pens. You had to go out with a wiffle ball bat to protect yourself from this goat because this goat running across. With, what is it with Chargers running backs and goats? <laughs> yes, LT was on <laughs> here. LT was on here talking about a goat story in which his uncle and his dad tried to get him to kill a goat. Yeah, shoot, this goat, shoot, this goat trying to kill you. You go outside, he, he's sprinting across the lawn. You can literally beating him with the wiffle ball bat, trying to get him off you. Um, so, yeah, that was a thing. Uh, so, did you have yeah, to pick man. eggs? You had to pick up? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you go pick up eggs. I'll you get take care of the chickens because you can't have them out overnight because of coyotes. Yeah. There's a lot of coyotes out there, stuff like that. So, it's it's definitely, if if you're into, like, hey, I'm you're going to take care, live off the land like your, your wife not. sounds like she is, <laughs> self-efficient then you can make it work, but you're going to have to realize there's not a lot of opportunity out there. There's a lot of no social life. Your mile, your mile, like my closest neighbor was like half a mile away. Um, and we didn't even talk to them. Well, how uh, far we was the mall? Our other neighbor who was three miles away. How far was the mall from your house? <laughs> the mall. Wow. Probably 45 to 50 minutes. Mm. Wow. That's a long commute. 20 minutes to school? 20 minutes to school or to so get groceries. Yeah. Did they have a bus to come? No, the bus didn't go that far. I was outside the district. <laughs> Dang. Did having those chores at a young age, was it helpful? Yes. Absolutely. Or- Absolutely was helpful. It taught me that, hey, look, sometimes you got to do stuff in life that you don't like to do. Mm-hmm. Definitely taught me that. I remember, I think the, the worst job that I had out there was, I mean, I had to feed water horses year round, which I, I didn't like because they weren't my horses. I didn't ride them. And I was like, what the hell? Um, but in the wintertime in Colorado, oh. it snows. And guess what? Horses can't break their own ice. We didn't have any like bubblers or anything. So I'm out there with a sledgehammer breaking ice, uh, watering horses during the wintertime. Uh, try to forget those memories, God. But definitely taught me, hey, look, sometimes you just got to you got to do what you got to do to get by and make sure, you know, everything's taken care of. So, so as far as the mindset is working, yeah. What time did you wake up in the, uh, in the mornings? Um, probably 6.30. And 6.30, what did that entail? Uh, six thirty, wake up, go downstairs, put on some clothes. If say it's the winter time, got to put on some clothes so you actually go outside, feed the horses, make sure their ice is broken so they can drink, then go back inside, shower, get ready for school, and ready for ready for the day. And that yeah. that's that's work. I'm that straight. <laughs> so, so so you're so what's the what's the verdict? I'm not gonna say what the verdict. Oh, is. Oh my, my my bad. My head, the head honcho in here. Oh. <laughs> uh, Ninja ain't trying to do all that. I work too hard to be. All right. Well, also we got we got a we got we got a section called Let's Talk Ball. We'll, we'll hit on a, a little bit of your career and, and and how you're performing as an athlete. So now you're a captain on the Chargers. How has your approach to the game changed from 2017 to today? Uh, my approach hasn't changed at all. The moment you know, I was like, hey, you have a pro day. Like I literally dropped everything and put every ounce of effort that I could into football. I was like, this is the biggest opportunity I've ever had. There's not going to be any ounce of my body that says, Hey, I wish I would have tried harder. So I dropped everything. I told my family, look, I know you guys are excited for me, but like, just kind of just chill. Let me do this. I'll we'll talk after. Um, I went and trained down in Denver. I actually dropped out of my last semester of college just to focus on training um, and just went all in. I went all in as possible, as much as I possibly could. I did that. And at the end of the fourth preseason game, I got asked like, hey, do you feel like you made the team? And I was like, I don't know if I made the team, but I do know one thing is that I couldn't have tried any harder. That was all you can get from Austin Eckler. 
And that was my mindset. And that stayed with me because that's what's made me, you know, take advantage of opportunities, right? I, I ended up making the team. And then my role was special teams. I'm a special teams. And it, to me, I was never a backup. I'm not a backup. Like I'm starting in my role. Like in paper, I might be a backup, but I'm out here making my plays out here mm-hmm. on special teams because that's my opportunity. That's and part that, of the, that's part of the three phases to to absolutely to to have a have a winning product. Yeah, absolutely. And so that's what it was for me. And that that mindset continued to stay with me because it came in next year. Now I had more you know offensive you know action just because that my role continued to change as I continued to optimize my opportunities and like so that's why i said nothing's changed besides my role like my mindset is still the same i still am and now i'm even trying to help my young guys like guys i need you like let's go like i'm not derrick henry out here just big old bruiser you know nick chubb who can take the entire game right like i'm 195 pound five eight like boys i need you let's go um just good for them too like just have a positive room but it's it's been a progression as far as just my role has changed not necessarily my, my, my mindset good to it Hey, Gerard, where did you get that t-shirt? You mean this thing? Oh, yes. I got it from CutToItPodcast.com, where we have exclusive merchandise. Shout out to our guys at 704 Shop. But yeah, you can go on, buy you a t-shirt, subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier... You know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk? Get vaccinated. But but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. You being who you are and, and, and being raised on a farm and dealing with what you dealt with gave you every opportunity that was afforded to you by being at the right place at the right time and applying the right mm-hmm. amount of hard work on a consistent basis. All of a sudden, Melvin Gordon believes he deserves more money than they're offering, and that's where you, that's where opportunity comes, and you took full advantage of it. How, 
awkward, difficult, interesting? Was it you stepped into that role? Anthony Lynn is the head coach who used to be a running backs coach who understands, right, very level-headed. You getting your opportunity. Melvin Gordon's holding out, waiting for more money. And you out here becoming a starting running back based off of opportunity. How, how did you – how did you handle that, and did it ever become awkward because of, you know, the current situation at that time? And it's been a few years now, and he's doing great, you're doing great, so it's just more of I've always – I've never had that. Mm-hmm. And so this is an opportunity to ask you because very rarely have we been afforded to talk to the per- – you know, I, I like to call it the Wally Pip, right? The, you, somebody got the opportunity, you took advantage of it by happenstance and you know and that's just how it is you didn't get to pick it you just you just get to receive the opportunities you're given absolutely that's yeah you couldn't have said any better you know and that's what we have to deal with right that's what you have to stay patient you have to stay patient and deal with opportunities that you have at hand and in that situation yeah. even leading up to that the year before the year before that before he held out like we were we were splitting we we're like 50 yeah. 50 yeah y'all and were. it wasn't and I wasn't doing bad, man. You asked the fantasy community, like, man, you're killing it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, the first time ever on Cut to It, the fantasy community oh, Austin, is, a, is, Austin tapped in. A, is a character witness to Austin Eckler's career on trial. Oh, yeah. Austin tapped in with yeah. the fantasy yeah. community. Yeah. Fantasy community. He got segments, all Absolutely. that stuff. Oh, yeah. I'm in there. I'm, I told you I'm about the community, man, yeah. about people. Uh, but, like, I'm playing. I'm playing well. I'm consistent, man. I'm efficient. Like, I'm not flashy or anything like that. I've never been flashy, but I'm consistent and efficient. And what do you need in this league? You need to be consistent. You need to be efficient, right? And so he came into that year, and he told us actually in in OTAs he's going to be holding out. I'm just like, like, that's his situation. That's what they've decided on his end. It's like, well, I mean – that, that changes nothing for me. My mindset's still the same, man. Now I'm gonna now I'm, my role's changed. But guess what? I'm still coming in as a starter. Now I'm actually a starter on paper. And I get three games and I had, I don't even know. I was going off though. Yo, you was born. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was going off and it kind of just, I think it shook, shook it up, shook up the situation. And then he ended up coming back oh, earlier than expected. Uh-huh. It's like, wait a minute, like, um, I gotta make sure I get back and get my reps. And it, it, ah, I heard him, man. I heard him. I feel bad for the guy too, because it's like you sat out all this time and it it was so obvious too. Cause when he came back, it was just like, it, it wasn't the same Melvin Gordon that I've been used to seeing. Right. It's cause he missed all the OTAs, all yeah. preseason four games. And then just kind of get, get sim- thrown in. You can't simulate. You can train all you want. You can't simulate game speed. Never. You never. Well, when he tells you in training camp, I mean, he tells you in OTAs, man, I'm sitting out head, you know, in, in the helmet, you're like, Really? But in your heart, what were you thinking? Bro, I, I already knew I was going to get my reps. <laughs> I already know I'm getting my reps, man. You were like, like, I just got four more reps. Appreciate it. It's not even about that. No, like, I know, I I know like, what you're saying. I, I'm just like, asking because it's you yeah, yeah, stuff yeah. like that yeah. just doesn't happen. Like, hey, yo, I'm holding out. It's more like, man, man he's holding man. out. Shocker. I'll, it was like. Opportunity right, and preparation yeah. meet. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I was ready. I was already ready. I was ready before then. Yeah. And now it's like, hey, now you're going to get a test. This is a test opportunity. Can you hold, can you carry the load? 
which after four weeks of carrying load, I was like, God damn, I wish I <laughs> you saw like, it. No, 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 you good. You good. I was like, thank God he's back. <laughs> <laughs> was like my body, man. Yeah, he's, he's over there like, man. Uh, <laughs> hey Melvin, I know I'm the starter, but I need you to get I need you to get some of these other passes that I ain't running. Yeah, thank you, <laughs> and you, you actually kind of led into the next question. What's what's your off-season regimen consist of? You're known for the way you take care of your body. What does that regimen look like? Hey, number five, eh? Hey, so, listen, okay. hey, yeah. <laughs> I'm five nine, so I'm much taller. So I know. <laughs> working out, man. That's literally what I do. I'm working out. I'm, you a gym I'm rat? Out. Gym rat, bro. It's just it's like therapeutic for me, honestly. Yeah. Like I'm working out. Like I don't know if you've seen my videos. It's just like no, what I, I do. I just I just no, work I out. I haven't watched your video. Sorry. And I have a few videos. I do a couple challenges. I did those like one arm pull up. I did like four one arm pull ups, and I did like the four hundred five squat challenge. Ooh. Which no one. Flex, I did like. Like 13 reps on 405 challenge. I'm just challenging people. Like out here, like, hey, who's out here lifting like this? 13 reps on 405. And, you know, just that's just that's just who I am. Look at me, like that's what I that's what I do, baby. It's, it really is. <laughs> like it's it's like my happy place when I'm just want to get away, clear the mind, and like I just go lift. Like we're on yeah. bye week, you know, in there getting a good lift in this morning. My knees are say try four, five, and thirteen. Try <laughs> me if you right. want to. <laughs> we out of here. My knees may say okay. My knees say we got it. You know who ain't. Right. Uh, ACL, yeah, MCL, uh, yeah. PCL, yeah. LCL. We're not gonna be here. Yep. Patella say, <laughs> Magic mm-hmm. Johnson. Right. How was the jump from D two to the NFL? For me, particularly, there's a lot of unknowns. So many unknowns. It's because I I didn't come from a D two that like, hey, they've had a few NFL you know guys in the past. Like it was me. <laughs> like it was me. I was the first one that made it from the NFL. They've never even seen a call uh, NFL scout up at. You know, Western Colorado before that. Say then. it ain't so. I, I'm not. I'm not capping. <laughs> like, that's the thing. <laughs> so there was so much uncertainty. Like, I, I didn't know if I was getting – I was definitely good in my situation in D2, dominated for four years. But it was – as far as, like, you know, D1 or even even further going into the NFL, it was like, I don't understand or know how I, like, you know, compare to these guys, mm. right? And I didn't know that until I got to my pro day. And I was like, you know what? Like, I, I can hang. Like, my measurables are great. Like, you know, my, my mind, I feel like with it, you know, mentally, I can understand a playbook, uh, definitely struggled, but that was, that was the biggest thing that it was the unknown, which I mean, it's probably the same from D one to D to NFL, but from D two, when I'm not around any of these guys, like, Oh, you know, I have a buddy that played here last year. That's in the league. Now he's not telling me I didn't have any of that. So mm. I think the biggest thing was just, that's why I, I cared so much about it. I was just like, Hey, I'm putting everything into this. I'm going in blind. You're going in blind. You better make sure you're prepared, right? So, that's that's what it was for me, and that was the biggest. So was I guess, it change? Was it that pro day that made it feel real? Or when did it get real? Really real? Uh, real real? <laughs> real as in like, hey, I might have a shot. Correct. Um, yeah. I think it was when we were pro day training when I was All training right. for my pro day because then I'm around because I actually trained with Christian McCaffrey, so it was like a perfect like comparison for me to yeah. be like, okay, let me size myself up. Like I was way stronger than him, and I mean, yeah, he was faster and had you know his dad obviously ed was helping him as far as like technique stuff like that mm-hmm. so i could see them working and i'm watching him like move around like he has definitely his strength i have my strengths but mm-hmm. i was like you know what like you know i i can hang with this guy yeah um and that's where it really started to become real for me um was was during pro day training getting around some of the other d1 some of the draft picks um and then yeah then so finally got my opportunity when you had your pro day was it at the college or was it down at the at the facility you were you were training at so so western colorado is in the mountains about 7800 feet so during pro day time of the year there's snow everywhere on the yeah. ground 
So I had to go to see you because we don't have indoor up there. So literally, <laughs> y'all so would have been doing it in the snow. <laughs> y'all were practicing outside? Yeah. So our our spring ball wasn't until really late until the snow starts to melt because they literally have to come in with like bulldozers and take the snow out of the town because it doesn't melt. It just stays around during the winter. Wow. Dang. Oh. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy yeah, little town. put that on a pamphlet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pamphlet. Yeah. You, you screw your Air, Airbnb money up. Oh yeah. So, so you had, yeah, so you had a, to go to University of Colorado. Yeah, see you, Boulder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so and I, so you did your pro day. Did you have to? I, I'm imagining you had to seek permission. Yeah. So yeah. it was actually kind of savage the way they did it because yeah. you had to seek permission to be in what they call like the add-on group, which yep. is let to see you guys go, and then after is the the add-on group, which I was a part of. And so there's like 20 of us, and they let all of us run a 40, and they let all of us do the jumps, and then after that they cut everyone besides me in some other corner. So there was so, there was like. 18 20 people that are just like hey we don't need to see anymore and so straight up i was just like wow these people were you can imagine how they're feeling because they just trained all this and they just did a couple measurables and they were done didn't do any drills nothing um so they cut it down to two of us and so it was me i did some running back drills ended up the day or ended finished out the day so luckily i made the cut and got the opportunity most of the scouts stayed to watch me in that corner um perform and who's the corner i don't remember who he was I don't even know, but yeah, there was a lot of upset. You know, agents, trainers. Oh, they were hot players. Oh hot my fish god, grease. They're, they're yelling at these scouts, man. Like this is some BS. And I'm yeah. like, straight up, yeah, <laughs> straight up. But I'm about to run this. Right. I'm about to hit but these like, drills. I'm like, hey, well, I made the cut, so yeah. I'm gonna go do some drills. Yeah, as, as so. my son, as my son Peyton would say, when. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is an interesting one, so I have to be very careful on how I say this. You're a Los Angeles Charger, but you weren't always a Los Angeles Charger. At some point, you were a San Diego Charger. I was never in San Diego. No. I've always been an L.A. Charger. Oh, okay. Uh, five years, man. We've been up here a while now. Dang. <laughs> yeah. It's been a minute. It hit, it, yeah. hit, it has. It, the reason I, was, I, I, I phrased it that way is, when you guys were at the, uh, I think it was the Home Depot Center, right, and and or playing at the soccer stadium. Oh yeah, when y'all, health. When y'all Subhub. Yes, when y'all first got there, it was like a away game every game, because I worked that game. Mm. Pro, it was like when when the San Diego Chargers left, right? Because I know you know Eric Eric Weddle, me and him played college ball together. Okay. Right. And he was telling me how, like, just how bad it was. Like, the fans just did not want them to leave. Mm. And it was a city and football and, and NFL thing, right? It wasn't, and the fans got caught in the middle. And when they were at the StubHub Center, man, it was like a away game for them every game. That's a different dynamic. Bro, I'm like, every game, am I, am I exaggerating? I have played away games. I, we had to go on silent count in our own home games for like, still, still. We yeah, I saw, I saw, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, it's, it's tough, but y'all balling now. Y'all balling right now. Yeah, so let me ask, let me ask you one. If, oh, if I yeah, the switch up. Go ahead. As far as, did you always know you're going to get into some type of podcast or how'd you come into this space as oh, far as just creating content? Absolutely. That's a great question. That is awesome. a great, bro, these dudes have been working on me for like two, three years. Podcast, a podcast to me back in the day 
when they were trying to give me a deal, it was like blue cheese, which I hate. Mm. Like, I had no desire to do a podcast. Like, I wouldn't even listen to podcasts. You asked me asked me to go on a podcast, I was like, man, I'm not doing that shit. Mm-hmm. I'm on a podcast. Stupid mm-hmm. podcast. Yeah. Now I'm like, hey, you want to come on a podcast? You're right. You're right. Hey, <laughs> hey, Austin, you want to come on a podcast? Yeah. I, I just started doing it. Uh, I started doing a podcast. So we were in, we were going, we were actually going to we're Colorado. Colorado. We were in Colorado. We were going to Colorado. Let's go. Let's go. And, um. He was like, bro, you should think about podcasts. I said, all right. Which we've been talking about for a, a, about a year, yeah. at least prior. At least, yeah. I said, all right, I'll do the podcast under one condition. We do it my way. Mm. And G's like, <laughs> what other way was it going to be? Like, like, <laughs> like anything else. Right. <laughs> Sign him up. Right. And so how I did it is I said, all right, if we're going to do the podcast, let's do it in a way. And he was like, well, what do you mean your way? Well, being a figure, the the athletic figure I am, people would always have a a disposition or a prejudice towards me, or yeah, or like a preconceived notion. A preconceived yeah. notion. Like I had a guy, I spoke at an event a couple of weeks ago, and I had a guy. This is what he told me, straight to my face, no lie, straight facts. Boy, in no way, boy. This is what he says. <laughs> Never really liked you as a football player, but as a man, man, really respects you. Like I didn't know how to take that. And then mm-hmm. he handed me his business card. Would you like to know what I did with that business card? What you do? I looked at it. And I Googled his stuff. Because I just didn't understand how he thought he was giving me a compliment. I didn't like you as a player. Like, okay. Like, I'm not a restaurant. Like, you could choose, but mm-hmm. I just didn't know how to take it. Mm-hmm. And I really feel like that's how a lot of people are. They either like you, and there are they are Austin Eckler, Steve Smith fan, yeah. or they're not. And nothing you can do will change that. Actually, the more stuff that you humanize yourself, that actually turns them off. They're like, oh, he's trying to act like he's a regular guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how dare him? And so I took the podcast, said, all right, we do it. Let's let's do the podcast on. Sports. Let's talk to sports people, but let's talk about them. So the nickname yeah. mm. of you know we went through all these names. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Copastatic. Uh, what was uh, cut, Cutting room floor. Yep. Uh, 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 the uh, uh, the flat bill chronicles. Yep. Those, these are some. Of the, now we're in the behind the scenes. <laughs> like, we're the behind. Like that we're in the behind like the that. scenes like of the uh, uh, how to hey, how I still went down. Like the flat yeah, bill that was that was that was yeah. okay. Hey, B, that was up a, there. We might have an episode. <laughs> yeah. The flat bill chronicles. Yeah. Hey, well, let me say this, man. No, I I think you're in the right space, man. Because I think it, I think we need more people like yourself that are actually willing and capable of doing this because there's so much to break down when it comes to the building blocks of how people become who they are and especially someone of, of your your caliber of just influence mm-hmm. like you have connections to people and that people will talk to you people will come on your podcast you want to hear the sad you know? part what's that i don't utilize as much connections that i have bro i really struggle with my connections I, because of the insecurity, because of some of the stuff that I, I've dealt with growing up, that I just mm. I, and, and because how many how many people want things from us, I don't want to be that guy that's that's wanting things from other people, and so right. it 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 right. the 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 internal dialogue is, and I'm just like everybody else, asking people for their time, asking them for something, 
And so yeah. I kind of, but I have to, this podcast also actually stretches me because now I have to say, which as a young man who's dealt with some of the things I dealt with, I need you. I need you to help me on my podcast, will you? Bro, a lot of like talking myself into it. Man, I got a guy right now. I'm not going to say that I want to have on a podcast. And I hesitate on asking that individual because I don't want to come off the wrong way. I don't want him to come off feeling used by me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I 100% get it. There's, there's so many mindsets that you can have when it comes to a podcast. Yeah. And I'll play, I'll play devil's advocate. Okay. Like I'll, be, I'll play the other side. You know, from, from someone like my perception of this, even how you can approach people is like, it's just breaking it down. Like I said, let, let's break down life. Let's go, let's just chat it up. It's casual. Like yeah, I like how you yeah. keep it casual. Right. Because it's, it's not like you're asking. It's like, let's, let's, let's just shoot the shit. Yeah. Let's yeah. go. Let's go. Let's go yeah. talk. Let's Ch- go chat hey, it up. We, we wanted one of the names, chop it up. Yeah. Well, that, that, was, exactly. taken. that was taken. Yeah. So it doesn't fit. It doesn't shooting feel as like we, it was shooting the breeze. Shooting That's the what it breeze. was. It was shooting we the breeze. Shoot we went chopping up and shoot the breeze. Nope. Yeah, yeah, we we went. Yeah, we oh, we went down that path. Keeping it copacetic. So yeah. kept going off the West Coast, keeping yeah. it copacetic. Uh, there was a dude that had it, but he had a different word. Mm-hmm. But his keeping it copacetic. He actually his podcast is uh, he he served time, and so his is uh, they communicate with other guys that are coming back into the world yeah. through prison, I was like, man, I don't want to I don't want to infringe or get our name mixed up. So I was like, we just going to stay away from it. Because it was a dude from the West Coast doing this thing. And I was like, nah, yeah. man, it, you know, it's already, it's, it's tough in these streets already. I don't need, he doesn't, I don't need competition. I don't want to take from him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, man, I, this has been pretty Yeah, cool. I mean, you can't ask for a better, yeah. for a better wrap up than that. And we, and we got, and we got Austin, the co-signers, man. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Come on. So I, I'll tell you, um, you know, the whole premise on the podcast is just really, like you said, is just conversating, is being about you and learning about you because there are some fans who don't know what you experienced. They just see you on the football field, right? They just see what you tweet or, or what you have on IG or Facebook or Twitch, whatever it is, but they don't hear the real story. That realize that you grew up on a farm, getting up, getting up at six thirty in the morning to almost get killed chisel, by <laughs> chisel mm-hmm. water, and then getting. Getting your ass beat by a goat every right. morning, <laughs> right? A middle linebacker, easy, right? Light work, you got, right? You got Billy goat coming across. Billy goat. <laughs> you get so triggered. What, so what was that Billy goat's name? Uh, we didn't name it. We didn't name it. It's too mean. We had another goat that was named Betsy. We liked Betsy, yeah. but uh, that name, that one, uh, we didn't name Why that did, one. That's a black folks' right name, right there, <laughs> Betsy. That's like a like a car or something. <laughs> Oh, oh, Brown Oldsmobile. <laughs> that was our car, Brown Oldsmobile. Her, her name was Betsy. We had, we had a we had arrested blue Chevy Caprice. Betsy? No, it wasn't Betsy. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, she, I, I tell you that. what, though, my wife is gonna be mad that you talked her, talked me out of getting this farm. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> Appreciate it. You are a unique person. You are well worth it. You are competent, and most of all, you're lovable. I'm Steve Smith Sr. I'm Gerard Littlejohn. And this is Cut To It. Cut To It with Steve Smith Sr. That is me. 
is a production of Cut To It LLC, Balto Creative Media, The Black Effect, and iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. From Cut To It, executive producer Steve Smith Sr., co-host Gerard Littlejohn, talent and booking manager Joe Fushi, social media team Wesley Robinson and John Show. From Balto Creative Media, Cut To It is produced by Brian Baltashevich and Meredith Carter with production assistance by Alex Lebrecht, production coordinator Taylor Robinson. Theme music by Alex Johnson, lyrics and vocals by Anthony Hamilton. If you ain't heard about it, then we're about to let you know. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated, but but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the driving to work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T.